Welcome to the fourth episode of our UCEM In Conversation With podcast, where I'm joined by UCEM's Student Outreach Manager, Nikki Bultiel. Hi, Nikki. Hi, Andrew. How are you? I'm not too bad, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good stuff. So um, we'll just begin with a little bit of background about yourself and, and um, you know, what, what we're going to be discussing. So you've had quite the career and association with UCEM. Any key components of UCEM's learning provision and Nikki has played a part. Uh, until I looked at your LinkedIn profile, I never even knew that you studied with us as well. Um, so, so there's an added uh, association with UCEM. Following your studies, you worked as a surveyor before joining UCEM as a valuation tutor. During your time as a tutor, you gained a postgraduate certificate in academic practice, the first UCEM tutor to do this, from the University of Reading and your master's in online education from the Open University. That's when you developed our first two online modules as well. You were then Associate Dean of Teaching, Learning and Assessment Enhancement before becoming head of our management and vocational faculty. You then headed up our apprenticeship academic team and are now three years into your current role as student outreach manager. So it's this variety in your career, which is fascinating, and I thought it'd be great to discuss your career and thoughts on the built environment. You can relate to our alumni community as an alumna yourself. You've worked in industry. You've been a distance learning student. You've taught our students. You've been involved in our apprenticeships provision, and you are leading on our widening participation efforts currently. So quite the list there. But first, let's go further back. Um, so first question I just want to ask, uh, why did you want to pursue a career in surveying? Um, interesting. I didn't know what I wanted to do when I left school. Um, I ended up working as a secretary uh, in London in a property investment company. Um, pretty much got as far as I could get, a bit of a glass ceiling there. Um, I felt I could do better. I didn't have a degree and I wanted to study at higher education. Um, Having learned what I learned as a secretary at the property investment company, I thought surveying was the right career path for me. And having moved into surveying, how did you find working in industry? Did you find it an accepting industry to work in? <laughs> Topical question. Um, I think I think my answer would say mixed. Uh, the first company were very supportive of my studies, but didn't really consider it right to offer me a surveying position. Um, I was there to be a secretary and that was it. Uh, fortunately, I got my first trainee position. Uh, interestingly, it made me take a 60% salary cut in order to become a trainee surveyor from being a secretary. Uh, so that was a financial struggle. Um, however, the team I worked with in Oxford in England uh, were very supportive of my aspiring surveying uh, aspirations. Uh, and so I ended up... Uh, qualifying with them with my APC and becoming an RICS member. And then following that you moved into academia so so what prompted you to to move into academia? Um, well for me it was about giving back and doing something arguably more worthwhile for others rather than simply earning money or earning my employer money. Um, I was looking for something part-time or flexible as I had a young family and CEM as it was then offered that um, at the time, there weren't that many opportunities near where I lived to teach my subject area. So I was lucky to find the UCEM role. And how did you find teaching our students? 
well, this is showing my age a bit. Um, at that time, our courses were blended with each program having up to three teaching weeks face to face in Reading. Uh, conversations with students only happened at these face to face sessions or via the new email system. It was very much distance learning. Catching up with the students and more importantly, seeing them get to know each other at the teaching was by far the best thing. Um, networking and the support it brings was so important then and obviously still is important now. So at that time, as you mentioned, it was distance learning and uh, now we are an online provider. So, you know, what was your involvement in UCM's move into online learning? Gosh, uh, well, obviously as a tutor, um, and as a tutor and a programme leader, I uh, studied uh, my master's in uh, online education through the Open University. Um, that triggered my uh, role in developing uh, our first two online modules in valuation back in, I think it was 2009. Um, took quite a lot of work, as you can probably imagine then, but it was uh, very important as my and when my role changed to Associate Dean of Teaching, Learning and Assessment and Enhancement, um, one of the responsibilities I had was to draw up our first teaching learning strategy for online education. Um, it was quite a short-lived strategy, given the nature of the way technology was changing. It lasted three years, but it did help us in our development of our uh, new academic offer that was going to a fully online experience for our students. And, and as you say, you come up with the strategies with online learning, but then it changes an awful lot. And now we're, we're many years into, into what we're doing from an online perspective. So, mm. so if I could just quickly ask about the difference between that time and now, I mean, what, what would you say to that? Gosh, <laughs> where do I start? It's being online now, being good online now means a very proactive and active learning experience for the students but also on behalf of the tutors you think right back to garrison's theory of online education back in i think 2002 and he talked about uh, the importance of the teacher presence uh, and it's absolutely fundamental to successful online education that the tutor um, plays a pivotal role in reaching out to students trying to help build a learning community teach engage with the students, encourage the students, motivate the students. Um, when I studied, we used to get a big brown box delivered on the doorstep with masses of printed material in plastic folders, whereas now it's very interactive, as I said, and you know, it's up to the student to be proactive and explore the resources that they're given to learn. And less postage as well now, of course, uh, with, with, with all of that material. Exactly. Um, and, and so, yeah, moving ahead to, to where we are now, you're now our student outreach manager. Um, so could you explain a little bit about what this role entails? Yeah. Um, again, where do I start on this one? So I suppose my specific role entails the implementation of a wide set of activities which support all our students on their career journey. Uh, many of the activities are led by our but led by our access and participation plan, which sets out UCM's commitment to widen participation in surveying and in higher education to anyone, irrespective of their background. So, for example, I work on our bursaries working group, uh, which is there to help 
students who struggle to pay our fees, students can apply for a bursary award. I run the Hardship Fund, which is there to help students who face one-off unexpected financial difficulties. Um, I um, appoint, if that's the right word, I, I run the, the nomination and appointment system for our student ambassadors. Uh, we currently have four really phenomenal student ambassadors representing key themes for our students at UCM, diversity, welfare, sustainability and the community. Um, and pleased to say we're going to be recruiting more next year in 2021. Um, I also run uh, focus, st student staff focus groups uh, where we uh, look at issues for our black, Asian and other minority group students and also for our supported and disabled students. Um, what else do I do? I am uh, responsible for our schools and college outreach activities where we visit school and college students to introduce them to surveying as a career and tell them about apprenticeships in surveying and what UCEM can offer. Um, I think with, with the outreach team as a whole, um, which I lead on, we, I have working with me the disability and wellbeing advisors, um, our careers advisor and the safeguarding team. Um, we do a lot of very varied uh, and fascinating work. That's great. I mean, in, hugely encompassing, all encompassing that is. And uh, yeah, really, you know, reaching out to try and tell people about what fantastic careers you can have in surveying and also opening it up to as, as wide a group as possible, which which is so important and um, is a massive part of, of the UC um, strategy moving forwards. So, exactly. um, so, so what are your ambitions uh, in the role? My fundamental passion, I think, if that's not too strong a word, is um, helping make the surveying sector a more diverse profession. Uh, currently, the percentage of female surveyors drops dramatically once they leave university. And it's even worse for students who, in the UK at least, have a diverse background. Uh, the, the statistics are woeful. Um, in my opinion, there's something fundamentally wrong that the profession manages to lose so much talent once surveyors graduate. So I would love to have a small part to pay in turning that around. We really hope you do. Um, you know, that would be a, a fantastic achievement. Um, so so there's plenty of scope within the role. And and also a big part of that, as you've alluded to, is the diversity inclusion. Um, so, so how would you say that the built environment has, has changed over the past 15 to 20 years? And, and do you think it's becoming more diverse? Um, I think, sadly, I don't think there's been a massive improvement. There's much more conversation going on about diversity. Um, there's even a book about it from our new chair of trustees, Amanda Clack. Uh, um, however, I think, in my opinion, there's a lot of talk, but not nearly enough action. Um, and that's what we need to see. We need a cultural change um, and the actions that support that, please. Hmm. And, and, and building on that, what, what changes you've alluded to there, cultural changes. What other ones would you like to see the sector make to produce a more diverse workforce? Mm, yeah, I think that, yes, I mean, it, it's got to be a cultural shift uh, from the top down to create real opportunities for underrepresented groups of people to become good and successful careers, um, good and successful surveyors even, um, and have a good career in our industry and stay in our industry. 
uh, those of us in the sector need to listen, really listen, to those who are trying to climb up the career ladder or, or even get on the ladder. Um, you know, why do they leave the profession? Um, um, once we've done the listening, we need to stop talking and take action. I'd love to see um, annual published tracking of all firms on diversity of all shapes and sizes, um, which hopefully might result in a better understanding and commitment to the surveying sector. I, in my opinion, you know, our, our sector should represent and serve all parts of our society and it doesn't at the moment. And, uh, and yeah, clearly the work you're doing hopefully will, will really help with that. I mean, I, I think it would be remiss not to mention also uh, building people, which, which of course is, is one of the, um, well, is a company which we help uh, who work with underrepresented groups, specific groups, and tries to tie them to built environment professions. Um, so they're, they're doing really great work. And, and I suppose it, it's more of this we want to be seeing. Um, I mean, just, just touching on building people, are, are there any other organisations which spring to mind in terms of, you know, really good action in terms of bringing about a more diverse workforce? Gosh, yes, the, the, there's loads, and I shall probably have a complete blank on some of the names. But, um, for example, I'm a board member of Diversity Surveyors, um, who is an organisation that are uh, promoting networking opportunities and mentoring opportunities for people with a black or Asian or other ethnic uh, heritage to um, get into the profession. Uh, there's also BAME in property. Uh, there are various... Uh, religious identity groups uh, in surveying, um, gender and identity groups in surveying. There's a lot out there, um, all desperately wanting to be welcoming and supportive of our diverse community. Uh, Building people, I think, is a massive step towards full engagement with these organisations, giving them more of a voice, giving them more opportunity to reach out to all surveyors um, and similarly for anybody wanting to get into the profession and succeed in the profession, it building the Building People flat platform gives them the information and the links to these organisations to help people. So it's, it's just a really good initiative. Definitely. And, and uh, yeah, do, do check out the Building People website and, and get an understanding in more detail about what they're doing because it because it really is fantastic and 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 hopefully that that will start to to make those changes which which we've discussed there where there's a lot of talk but um you know they they really seem to be doing the action and uh hopefully that becomes more widespread and like you say the the ideas there about what companies can do to to file their reports about the workforce and what they're doing to to become a more diverse workforce would be another great step wouldn't it be great? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, uh, and, and just to finish off there, um, you know, what advice would you give to someone looking to pursue a career in surveying? Well, despite everything I've just said, um, I, I think the bottom line is please don't be put off by what I've said. Um, surveying is a wonderfully exciting and dynamic sector. Um, there's so many different roles and career paths you can follow. Um, you know, you can really make a difference to the world in which we live um, through creating better communities, more sustainable um, 
approaches to building design and building construction, how to manage our built environment to make it um, a better place to live and work, make it more sustainable, help our planet, which is in dire need of all the support it can get. Um, I suppose the, the note of, um, I was going to say caution, but that's too strong a word, but, you know, please join our sector. It is good. It is a great sector to be in. Come in, you know, be resilient and help us improve the sector. Don't be afraid to have a voice. It's, you know, the sector's got to reflect the society in which we live in. Fantastic. So, so you've heard it there. If you're interested, do, do look up what a career in surveying could look like for you. If it's through academic means, then of course you can look at our website, ucm.ac.uk. Um, and see what offerings we have there. Um, but yeah, thank you for your time, Nikki. Um, it's a pleasure, Andrew. Good to talk to you. Good, good chatting and, and running through a few of the, uh, certainly some of the, the current roles which you're working on and also a look back at, at where you've got to within your career to get to this current stage where, like I say, you seem to have straddled every area which UCEM is involved in. Um, and yeah, really fascinating that that you have that really wide perspective which will be you know, so fantastic in your current role where you're really trying to widen the net and try and bring as many people into the industry and make it as diverse and dynamic as possible. Um, And a big part of that are the student ambassadors. So if you'd like to find out more about them, again, you can head to our website, ucm.ac.uk, head to the blog section and you'll find profiles with each one of them. Thanks for listening.